Hello and welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. It's the podcast that invites you to come find yourself so you can listen to this and say, oh, thank God for that, it's not just me. And I can speak to you and say, no, it's not just you, it is also me. Well, you nearly didn't get a podcast today because in the hunt for something to read, I'm going through a book every two days, it feels like at the moment. Um, I had ended up reading Mr. Gum, which is a very, very funny um, children's book series. If you've got kids that are aged six to ten, check out Mr. Gum. Really funny. Lots of irreverence, lots of silliness. Um, And there's a character called Martin Laundrette who owns the local laundrette. I mean, what's not to like about that? And uh, loved reading them with my son because it was a, a book series that he really got into. And um, I used to <laughs> do my whole array of comedy voices, giving each character their own special voice. So, uh, yeah, I've been reading Mr. Gum. And then last night I thought mm, I could do with something to read that is for an adult. And I went through one of the bookshelves and I picked out The Lovely Bones. Oh my goodness. I mean, so I started reading it about quarter past ten last night. I think I've got 20 pages left. It is by Alice Siebold. And I don't know what year it was released. I'm just having a look at it now. Um, but it was recommended to me by a friend years and years ago. Oh, okay, here we go. First published in 2002. And um, it's so good. It's so good. It is written from the perspective of a teenage girl who was murdered and she's narrating the book from heaven um, and telling, I guess, the story of her life and death and what happens to her family and her killer in the aftermath. Um, And there's so much in there about family dynamics There is a lot in there about how grief doesn't necessarily bring families together, and it sometimes doesn't, Um, and some reflections on, or a couple of the characters where um, this desire for women to reclaim uh, a little of who they were before they became mothers, and it kind of challenges, I think, the stories that we're told by Hollywood movies, although I'm conscious that this was later turned into a film, which I haven't seen. And I don't know if I want to watch it because the book is so good. I I don't think the film could be anywhere as as near as good. So um, brilliant characters, brilliant storyline, loads of twists and turns. And I'm looking forward to finishing it after I finished recording this episode, I was thinking, oh, I better save some when I go to bed. But I just want to know what happens because I read it so long ago that I cannot remember. So, um, yeah, if you want a great read, um, The Lovely Bones, highly recommend it. That aside, um, I have had an email from the Reading Fringe Festival saying that potentially they would like to put my show on. So I put myself forward to perform at the Reading Fringe Festival 
Um, they are waiting for feedback on some funding, which I don't think they'll get until the end of August. Um, the news on whether they get the funding that they want. And they said, in the meantime, please tell us if you are still interested. <laughs> yeah. So crossing everything for that. If that goes ahead, that'll be in October. And um, I guess in more domestic news, our little dog, Luna, I say little, she's 20 kilos, the smaller of our two dogs, uh, was possessed by the spirit of a Labrador today because... Um, I popped downstairs for something and I heard this plastic rustling noise and caught her with a bread roll in her mouth and part of the plastic wrapper trotting off into the garden like, oh, yeah, I got my prize. Um, I managed to get her to drop it and I thought, oh, all is well, apart from, you know, one bread roll down. Never mind. Um, And then I noticed from the packet of four, there were only two remaining. And I thought, hmm. I thought we were supposed to be having these bread rolls for our dinner, not on their own, you understand, but with some chicken in the middle, a bit of a chicken uh, filet, as they would say in America. Um, so I said to my husband, did you already have one of these bread rolls? He said, no, which leads me to believe with there being no evidence of the roll having been eaten by a human being that Luna had managed to eat a roll before she was discovered with a second one in her mouth. And the only other dogs I know that did this are Labradors. So um, a couple of people we know have said dogs and one of them ate an entire loaf of bread in one go, the Labrador, not the owner. So I've been keeping an eye on Luna just to see what happens, just to see if her stomach suddenly swells. But I uh, took her on a, a, a good long walk to see if I could chivy things along. Uh, no sign. So I don't know. Maybe she dug another hole and buried it. Maybe she's got a cast iron constitution. All that I know is she's very naughty, but she thinks she's very clever. Like the glee and the pride in her eyes and her little chin was tilted aloft with that bread roll in her chops. Like, oh, oh, oh look at me. Um, yeah, so lesson learned. Um, put the bread rolls in the bread bin. She'd definitely taken them off the counter by getting up on her hind legs and using her front paws to drag the rolls towards her. And I know this because I've seen her do it with other items of food. She smashed a plate once because it had some dog food defrosting on it. And we thought it was out of reach. But no, came to the kitchen on her back legs, front paw thrust forward. And using her claws, I mean, in some ways, I was impressed at her ingenuity because, you know, dogs don't have opposable thumbs. But she's figured out that she can use her um, claws as fingers, essentially. So, um, yeah. Now, what do I hope for you? I hope that you revisit a book that you haven't read in a long time and uh, find a story that you love that's what I hope for you in the meantime I think I'm gonna have to go down to our free we library and see what they've got in store for me next because this book isn't gonna last much more than half an hour I don't think I might have to order it says she's written another book called lucky and given that this book was published 
20 years ago. Maybe there's a few more in between that I can have a look at. If you enjoy the podcast, please give it a share. Thank you for being here and listening. I will update you soon on the Reading Fringe application and what happens there. Cross everything for me, please. I really, really, really want to do this. And I will be back with you tomorrow. Bye-bye.